Welcome back to the Couch Takes Podcast. This is episode 12. My name is Andrew. I am here with my always lovely co-host, Trey. How are you doing over there, Trey? Just dandy. What can I say? Just dandy. I love to hear that, Trey. Uh, You know, it's been kind of a boring week, if I'm being honest. Besides the NBA playoffs for me, and I guess the NHL playoffs for you, it's been kind of a boring week, yeah, quite not frankly. Really, not really much going so, on at all. No, not at all. But, you know, we're going to be here anyway every week like we always are, and it's always going to be an exciting episode. So thank you so much for joining in. Uh, so we always start with our favorite thing of the week, and I will go first. And mine's not anything about sports. So uh, for a lot of you guys know, uh, both of us are college students. And last week I was taking my finals so over the weekend, I went down to Florida when I got done with my finals. Really? Liter- yeah, literally walked out. Yeah, literally walked out of the uh, final, got in my car, and I drove straight from campus to Florida. It was nice. Got to hang out, spend some time with my family members that I hadn't seen in a while, just because of you know school stuff like that. You know, it kind of restricts you from doing a lot of things. So you were down there and- on the uh, on the East Coast and the Atlantic Coast. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. I've never been to the yeah. never been to the beach on the east coast of Florida. Yeah. No. It's pretty cool. Um. I had a great time. I didn't actually go to the beach. I just went to Florida because my parents live in Florida. You know. Yeah. So, uh, but they don't live far from the beach at all. It was nice. Uh, like I said, got to spend some time. My parents got a new puppy. Uh, really? He was really yeah. He was a really cute dog. He's the same breed as the dog I've talked about before. Other, you know, uh, Gus. Maltese poodles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think are I, I, adorable. What um, a multi poo, I think is how you say it. Yeah. I think that's like this name or whatever it's called. But yeah, his name is Charlie. And you know how Gus is all black? Yeah. Well, Charlie is all white. There you go. So yeah, it's a very cute combo because, you know, he's he's still like super tiny. He's not even two months old, I don't think. Oh, wow. Those things are, I mean, those things are small when they're full grown for, for anyone he, that doesn't I think know. He, no, now that I think about it, I think he's just over two months old. Still. I, yeah. He, so yeah, I'm not sure where he's at because i don't remember like i don't know how long you have to wait to get a dog do you know like after they're born uh, how long we you have got, to wait we got our dog kevin at six weeks okay well this dog's probably almost three months old then because they haven't had him too long at all so i would say he's around three months old uh but anyway nonetheless he was really really cute um you know, uh, got to go to the new house, check out some uh, of my old stuff that I haven't seen in a while because, you know, they redecorated the room since it was a new room. And I got my cheese head, you know. Yeah. Uh, I got all my cool stuff to bring back to Tuscaloosa. It was really, really exciting. But so how many um, times have about, you been back to your parents' new house since they uh, since they built it? That was either, I think that was the third time. Wow, so not much at all then. No, I've, I, yeah, and plus one of the times it wasn't even done. The first time I went, it wasn't finished yet. So Tuscaloosa, so I guess technic- like that's just your whole life now. Oh yeah, Tuscaloosa is my whole life. I, I've literally everything I have is here now, pretty much. And then, I, I mean, I've officially moved away from my parents. I'm done with that, which sucks. I miss them a lot, but you know, you got to yeah. grow up, I guess. I got you. Yeah. So, what do you got for us, Trey? So, for Trey. It's been a boring week, not just in sports, but in my life. So, <laughs> okay. So, hey, that, no, those usually correlate. Those usually go together. Well, for someone like me, that like my schedule kind of rotates around that. Like, what game's coming on tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
Exactly. Those always go together, it seems yeah. like. But I will tell you, I didn't want to disappoint. So I did think of something because I knew we talked about it last week and I had to mention it. Uh, okay. We were so far off on our Western Conference predictions in the NBA. I Well, I disagree, but if, but we'll, okay, uh, tell, me, tell me what you want to say then. Me and you seem to be in agreement that A, the Trailblazers would have no problem with the Nuggets. And now they're tied I two didn't to say that. You did, I never man. Said that. You absolutely did. I swear. <laughs> I, I never said they wouldn't have a problem. I just said the Nuggets wouldn't advance. Well, that's what I said. I never said they wouldn't have a problem. <laughs> we'll, we'll check you the tape. Conti- on that. Okay, there's another side of the Western Conference uh, playoffs. Who's what do you got on the other two teams? The Warriors and the Rockets. Again, we were under the impression that it was a sweep or five games, and here we are tied at two. Okay, well, I will say we were wrong about, or I was wrong, because you just kind of agreed with me. I said it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I think it'll be a gentle, I, I said I Dude. think it not a gentleman sweep, but I think it'll be four or five games, that's what I said. But the reason I don't think I was entirely wrong is because I also said it doesn't look like the Warriors are giving maximum effort at all. Like when you watch, like I still think when I'm watching it, the Rockets are barely winning, but they're the ones putting forth all the effort and they're still barely winning. So I'm still not 110% sold on it. Yeah, it might be in six games. I'm not sure, but I I still, I I don't know. I don't, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It'll be six or seven games, but I still don't see it being, you know, I don't know. I'm just not really that worried about it. I still think the Warriors are going to advance because when you're watching it, it doesn't look like they're really struggling at all and they're still staying in the game. Honestly, I still want to agree with you here. I still think that, you know, the Warriors are going to be fine. But you're right. The Rockets are playing with a lot of fire in them. And obviously they feel like they got something to prove. So, I mean, I don't know where I'm going with that. But I agree with you. I think the Warriors are going to take it in six. But, yeah, I mean... What do I know? Well, all, all I'm saying is, and I might be the only one who thinks this, just when I'm watching the games, it really looks like Houston's giving it their all. Like even I said, you know, on game one and game two, when they lost, it didn't even really look like they were just complaining the whole time about the refs and they were like going hard at it. They were getting frustrated with everything. And the Warriors were kind of just playing basketball. They were just kind of doing their thing. And it was probably pretty frustrating because I feel like the Rockets are getting the sense that maybe the Warriors aren't all in on this, you know? I mean, maybe, but like, if if that's if you feel like your opponent isn't all the way in the game, wouldn't you take that as like good for you sure. and not be offended by it? You know. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they feel overlooked, disrespected. Maybe. Yeah, I mean they they're showing a lot of emotion in this series. I mean, they're playing better basketball. Harden's, I mean, he's being Harden, but he's oh, also he's putting up forty a game. You know. He, I mean, despite his frustrating antics, he's playing good basketball. You're right. But we've already You're talked right. about that last week. But, um, I mean, in the Eastern Conference, you got the Sixers actually stole a game in Toronto. Didn't think that would happen. And then they blew two games straight, so now they're down 3-2. Uh, I, I mean, like I said, I don't think, I still don't think they're going to win the uh, the series with the Raptors. And I think I yeah, said I think, so. I think I said last week they lose in six. Still believe that. Yeah, I could I could see that. I think six games is probably a pretty fair thing to say. But this next game's in Philly. I, so. I, I, dude, with the way they played, they lost by like thirty last night, Andrew. 
I don't yeah, think, I don't no, think the, uh, they the got, location. Hey, dude, hey, they got their cheeks clapped, dude. They absolutely did. It was television. awful. I mean, it was bad, dude. But it's the same way with, like, you know, Milwaukee and Boston. I remember saying, you know, I don't know how many games it's going to go to. I was like, I hope it goes to game seven or something like that. But, <laughs> dude, game one and game two, it was like the opposite. Like, game one, Boston just annihilated Milwaukee. Game two, Milwaukee just annihilated Boston. And so now, I mean, like, I, I don't know, dude, because now Milwaukee's up 3-1 after, uh, um, what's his name, said that it was over, you know, after game one, Paul Pierce. Yeah, they I threw mean, dude, up a... Guy, uh, I don't understand him I, at I all. I saw a statistic the other day that said that in seven-game series in the NBA playoffs, when a team goes up 3-1, they have a 96% chance of advancing or winning that series. Honestly, I mean, of, of all the series, crazy. and it should be obvious because they are up 3-1, that's the one that I'm 100% confident I know I know who's going to win that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even though I do, I feel like right now me and you both can pick who's going to the conference finals. But, I mean, I guess anything can happen. I think the only one I'm starting to doubt myself on is Portland and Denver. <laughs> That's the only one. The other three, the other three matchups right now I feel pretty good about with what I've said. Um but I don't know, dude. Portland, I still think they're going to advance, even though they're down 3-2 right now. I still think Portland's the better basketball team. Oh, and yeah. I, I for sure think it's going to go to Game 7 because this next game's in Portland. So we'll see. Game 7 will be in Denver, though, so you never know. So to branch Denver's off from this, a hard place to win, um, dude. I just want to branch off for a second. With the Celtics, especially with how poor, really, this performance was against Milwaukee, do you think that's mm-hmm. going to affect Kyrie coming back or staying? Oh, yeah. No, that was his last game in uh, in Boston, for sure. Really? So yeah, you're already I confident so. on that? Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. I think that was his last game in Boston. So where do you think he'll go? Uh, I don't know. A lot of people think he's going to go to New York and play with KD. I mean, maybe he will. I'm not sure. A lot of this stuff is just, you know, guessing and hoping yeah. when it comes to where players will play. Because I literally, like, I don't, I've never met the guy. I have literally no idea. I mean, in basketball. I kind of hope he plays in and L.A., to be Basketball and, and baseball is just who's got the most money. That's probably where they'll land, you know? Usually, yeah. I mean, he's got a ring, but, so, I mean, I guess that's really not going to factor as much into it because he's already won a championship before. But to be honest, I mean, I really hope he goes and plays with LeBron again. I thought they were a great duo. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd they be were, exciting. To they see were better Kyrie with each other. In, like they both made LeBron and Kyrie both made each other better. Kyrie might not oh, have put yeah. up as many stats with LeBron, but he, I think, he was a better player alongside him. Does that make well, sense? I mean, usually he'd still put up big numbers. I, I know. I just mean like in, not uh, like 2016, dude. He put up numbers. Oh yeah, absolutely did. I'm just trying to say that like he won't be putting up the numbers as the star because if you know. Uh, I know a team can have multiple stars, but obviously one shines above the rest, you know? Oh, yeah. It's so, always going to be like that. So the main star is always going to get the attention and get those numbers. And the other stars will do well, as, you know, they'll do good as well. So, well, if he goes to saying. play, if he goes to New York and KD comes with him, I mean, it's going to be the same thing. KD's going to be the man. Yeah, but KD's I mean, not as much be. of a, I mean, KD can be a ball handler when he needs to, but Kyrie would be the main ball handler there. And you know how LeBron likes to touch the ball. Yeah, no, that's true. But I mean, I'm just saying. I think I'm thinking of it more at from a standpoint of popularity and who is it that people look at as like represents the team. 
You know what I mean? Oh, KD would represent like the team, but I'm just that's saying. That's what I'm look, saying, but, yeah. I'm not talking about on is, the court. I'm talking Kyrie about off is, the court. Kyrie's best when he's the primary ball handler. I think we can both agree oh, to yeah. that. Probably so. I mean, so. even if KD is the face of that organization, I don't think that matters if Kyrie is, you know, if he's, what am I trying to say? If he's the ball handler and he's and he can fill his position and do it well. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense to me. I completely understand what you're saying. Because it's not I like think Kyrie's the I most vocal guy. Going, no, he's not. And I think him leaving LeBron kind of helped him grow up a little bit. And hopefully we'll see that next year wherever he decides to go. Because I just don't think Boston is where he needs to be. I really don't. Yeah, I I mean, I don't care at all for the Celtics. I hope he leaves. I, I mean, yeah, obviously. I don't but either. I don't like the Celtics at all. I guess we're not really supposed to say that because we're supposed to be objective, but... I don't care. I just, <laughs> I do. I, I like the. I mean, yeah, dude, no, I listen, agree. You gotta I don't hear me like out. the Celtics. I like. I'm a Sixers fan, so I gotta watch them lose to the Celtics four times a year. I don't like it. It's not necessarily because they're good. I've just never liked the Celtics ever. See, for I me, didn't like it's, the attitudes that came with it, like the old players. I didn't like that at all. Oh gosh, dude, especially Paul Pierce. Talk about somebody who thinks he's way better than he actually is. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the, the guy truth. tried to tell people he was better than D Wade. <laughs> no, that guy is insane. Not. I mean, he is insane. I can't even believe he had the nerve to say something like that. <laughs> but anyway, I guess that's you know that's his prerogative. He can think what he wants to think. He just has to know that no one else agrees with him. Yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. But um, so besides the NBA, you know, the NHL playoffs are still going on. Honestly, it's kind of like the tables have turned. Because, you know, a few weeks ago I was saying, like, the NHL playoffs are, like, a lot more crazy right now. And now it's just kind of died down. Although I will say, um, Tuesday night, the Stars and the Blues went to a Game 7, and it ended in an overtime goal and double overtime, and the Blues advanced. So that's obviously pretty nuts, but... Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, I mean, the the Jackets lost in six, and uh, let's see, the Avalanche, they're in a... They're going to a game seven tonight, I think. So I mean, they got some stuff going on, but it's just Carolina like Carolina swept New York. Yeah, uh, that was so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and then they beat Washington, right? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, anyway, they're they're gonna play uh, Boston now in the semifinals. Yeah, that'll be a good matchup. I mean, honestly, the the, the Hurricanes kind of came out of left field for me. They weren't a team I expected to do anything in the playoffs, and you know, I don't really care. Like they're one of those teams. Like in the NFL, I use the Miami Dolphins as a team I literally never think about, and I forget they exist half the time. <laughs> That's kind of like yeah. the Carolina Hurricanes for me. I'm just like, oh yeah, there's one in North Carolina. Forgot about them. But then you remember it's like, oh, they also won a Stanley Cup ten years ago. So yeah, there's always that team that people just forget about all the time. Right, right. So I mean, but I mean, I think we'll end up getting a good Stanley Cup matchup. I mean, regardless of who it is, there's a lot of teams playing good hockey, and I would encourage you to watch that because you'd be amazed at how intense it could get. Talking about the uh, the Stanley Cup Finals? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've talked about it before. I'm not the biggest hockey fan. I've tried to get into it. I, just, I guess I struggle with it, but I'll definitely... Uh, I mean, I need to. I'll tune in. I need to do it for the show, so... I mean, definitely if you're just going to do it for the show, but... Just tune in and like try to focus on it. And once you understand the penalties and the rules and stuff, that's when you can really start appreciating it. 
because literally the hardest part is understanding the rules because they're so yeah. like it's a lot like soccer. So think of it that way. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know. Well, I'm glad you said soccer because just real quick, because I think people, I don't want to really want to hear people. You know, like, why didn't you talk about this? Why didn't you talk about this? Um, you know, Liverpool got yeah. that huge goal yesterday. Yeah, I saw the huge that. goal, the huge comeback. I mean, weren't they down like game, three one? Yeah, so that was pretty cool for them. I'm not a big soccer fan either, as you can tell. But you know, we'll we'll definitely hear about it. I've I've heard about it from people that we don't talk about soccer enough. So. There yeah. you go. That was your little. Uh, I mean, if we're being honest, it's just in. it's just ignorance. Like, and also it's like, especially with the big name soccer teams or football teams in the world, it's all <laughs> it's mostly over in Europe. So it's like if you want to watch a game, it's at either like nine in the morning or eleven at night. Yeah, like I'm not doing that. So it's, you know, for like, me, I'm not like waking up I don't at mind, nine a.m. for that. See, I don't mind watching it, but it's like when you don't have an emotional connection to the team, it's like you don't want to plan your day around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now I will say I did watch the Liverpool. Um, I watched like the last five minutes, so that was pretty entertaining. And oh, then of course. just like a few, like a couple hours ago, um, I don't even know what the teams were. I, that shows you how much I was paying attention. But that uh, that huge goal with like one second left just happened. I literally, I'm blanking on who the teams were because that literally just shows you how much I watch soccer. <laughs> so yeah, well, I couldn't tell you either. Sorry. Yeah, but so any of you soccer fans who are listening, you're welcome. Um, I don't want to hear about it. We just talked about it, so hey, we'll get to it. Well, I'll talk about who won the Champions League uh, whenever that is, when we find out, so I'll bring <laughs> that up too. Um, well, I'm glad we talked about that because it's like, you know, with NBA and NHL, it's the only thing, you know, really going on right now, I guess. I mean, yeah, there, there's baseball, and, and we're going to get to that later, but I mean, like, when you have the playoffs going on for two sports and they're both so similar... In yeah, regards some, to the format, yeah. it's like that's what you got to talk about. You know what I mean? Well, sometimes things just get overlooked this time of year. Like baseball gets overlooked right now until basketball's over with. That just tends to happen. So you mentioned this to me. I know you wanted to talk about it. So why don't you expand a little bit? You said something okay. about um, Odell Beckham and the Browns. Yeah. So I saw that he said I don't. I don't remember. I guess it was uh, his official introductory press conference since being um, introduced as a Cleveland Brown. You know. Yeah. And he was there with. Uh, Miles, uh, Baker, you know, Jarvis, all them, the whole squad, you know, they're uh, big all star big names. names right now. Yeah, all the big names. And so I was watching it and he said something about he wants to be like he wants to be there and he feels confident that they can become the next New England Patriots. And I was kind of thinking, you know, those those are bold statements to make. That, Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's a very bold statement to make coming from a franchise that's won like three games in the past you know, what, four years. So, I mean, that I don't know what to think of it. I definitely don't think they're going to be the next wing of Patriots. I don't think we're going to see anything like that for a long time. But I guess my real question is, are they even title contenders at all? Like, just one title? You mean, like, this year or just in the coming years? Let's say the next two years. Will they win a title in the next two years? Two years, no. Four years, maybe. And I'll explain a little bit. Okay. No, so, I, I like that answer. I like that answer a lot. Okay. So I just want to start by saying I get the hype. They've got a lot of good names, and they don't have Hugh Jackson. <laughs> that's that's a very important part. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not I'm not sold on Freddie Kitchens though either. Well that, I'm getting to that. Freddie Kitchens yeah. is an unproven coach. Um, at this time last year, he was a position coach, and he's never been a head coach. So I mean, like, obviously he's an he's an Alabama guy. He's from right up the right up the road from where 
we used to live, you know? So mm-hmm. obviously that's pretty cool, but like he doesn't have a track record, you know what I mean? So he has he has to prove himself first before you know, before we can make any certain judgments. And also yeah. the thing with Baker, a lot of quarterbacks suffer from sophomore slumps. So it's like you gotta establish that. You know what I mean? You gotta see can Baker still be the guy? Because there's been plenty of guys who've had an amazing rookie season. A lot of people forget. I think Robert Griffin the third won rookie of the year, did he not? Yeah, he did. Right. So that's what I'm saying is people and so did Vince Young now that I think about it. So quarterbacks can drop off tremendously. Obviously, I don't think Baker will, but I'm saying you got to prove yourself first, okay? Yeah, um, I completely agree. They're all I do think he's I do think he will prove himself though. I will say that. I'm not doubting him. I think he's going to be a good player. Yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think he'll be Cleveland. I think he'll be the guy, but I'm just saying you never know. You got to wait and see. Now yeah, he has exactly. the tools he to be successful. Know. He has great running backs. He has great receivers. They need to work on the offensive line. Their defensive line is absolutely incredible, and they beefed up their secondary. So they've got the pieces to have a winning team. I wouldn't be surprised to see them underperform. I think their ceiling this year is 11 wins, and their floor is 7. That's my, just for this upcoming year, that's 7 to 11 wins this year. That's my guess. Now I think 11 is a little high. I would say 10 at the most, but I don't even think they'll get to 10. I think they'll win 9 games probably. Yeah, so don't be surprised if they underperform. But if they progress, and as they mesh with chemistry and all that, and if they can keep the team together, being Jarvis and Odell and all that, um, then I think they have a good chance in three or four years to win a title. That's only if everything works, and that includes Freddie Kitchen and his coaching staff. Yeah, and I remember saying when all this was happening, like when they were getting everybody, you know, OBJ, uh, Kareem Hunt, you know, they were getting all these players I remember saying that I thought that there was a great chance that they were going to win their division. And that being said, you know, I just said if 10 games is their max. So if they win the AFC North in 10 games or with 10 wins, I mean, I feel like that's probably – that's pretty good. I would say that's definitely something that uh, that they'll be scraping by. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you win it in 10 games, that's pretty lucky that you won your division in 10 games, especially when you have the Pittsburgh Steelers there. Right. I mean, very interesting to see. The Jets just a few years ago missed the playoffs with 10 wins. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So like you never know, especially like the AFC is pretty good. Oh, yeah. I like the or their division is especially. I really like it. Well, actually, I would disagree with you on that one. I think the only team to beat in that division right now is the Baltimore Ravens and even them. They have some work to really? do. Well, let's See, take I a- think they'll finish third. The Ravens? Yeah, I think they'll finish third. I'm I think the have- top two is going to be Cleveland and uh, Pittsburgh, and then the third is going to be uh, definitely Baltimore because I can tell you right now they're all going to be above Cincinnati. Maybe it'll work out for Pittsburgh, but we'll have to see what Ben Roethlisberger can do with that Antonio Brown. He's got Juju. And yes. Le'Veon. Yeah, and Le'Veon. But granted, they didn't have Le'Veon last year. Um, but That's true. Yeah, that's true. But to be fair, they did miss the playoffs last year. Yep. So, but I do. I think if they make the playoffs, I think they'll probably be a wild card team this year. I can see it. Yeah. Like I'm not a hundred percent sold on Cleveland, even though I said I think they'll win the division. But I only say I think they'll win the division because I think it's going to be really, really close with Pittsburgh. Like I could see, I could definitely see Pittsburgh winning the division. So I'm not like a hundred percent sold on what I've said. I just feel good about this squad. And, like, they have some of the most talent in the NFL right now with all these signings they've got. And it's just going to be really – you've got all of these personalities. And you've got a first-time head coach, a guy who's never coached 
of being a head coach, high school, college, or pro. Never been a head coach at any level, and this is his first head coaching position. Right. So can he can he contain all these personalities? Like, dude, OBJ is crazy. He's a wild guy. Jarvis Landry's wild too. He's going to be crazy. Baker, he's got a personality on him. I mean, all of them. Kareem Hunt is coming off of a really bad scandal. And, you know, that being said, you know, what is he suspended? I think it's eight games. Six, and like, I think. Yeah. Is it six? Okay. So, you know, yeah, he's suspended, but dude, he'll still be there. Right. He's still so, going to be a presence, especially when he comes back. And that's going to change the whole offense when he comes back. So is he going to start over, you know, Chubb? I mean, what I don't understand what's going to be. I don't understand what this coach is going to do to hold all these people together that have all these different personalities, you know? Okay, I want to say this. I think there is a super interesting dynamic of between head coaches and teams in that AFC division, which I'm blanking on right now, and I'm sorry. I think it's the AFC, AFC North. North. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so when you look at it, this is just my overall view. We're going to throw the Bengals out the window because I don't think they have a chance to make the playoffs. Absolutely. So if you look at it, I think undoubtedly John Harbaugh is the best coach in that division. You can try to say Mike Tomlin, but I don't see it at all. Sorry. I would say Mike Tomlin personally, but I could definitely see you going with uh, Harbaugh also. He's a good coach. I think Harbaugh is like hands down the best coach, but I think he's working with the least amount of talent in that division or not including the Bengals, but a great coach can get more out of his players. Kind of like how Belichick does, you know? Because Belichick, yeah. Belichick doesn't always have the most talent in the league, but he consistently puts a good product on the field. Um, and then mm-hmm. you look at it, Freddie Kitchens is a wild card. He could be you know, a terrible coach, but he has the best team on paper. We can agree to that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I would agree with that completely. And I think the Steelers are right there in the middle, at least in my opinion. I think they have the number two coach out of, out of those three, and they have the number two roster out of those three. So... Okay. That's just my view, and I think it's going to go... See, I, I'm so torn, because honestly, I'm kind of leaning towards the Browns winning the division only because of the division they're in. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I don't think they could just win any division any day. Yeah, I think the Browns got good at the right time. Yeah, and it helps when you have a gimme like Cincinnati. Right. I mean, I know we're being harsh on Cincinnati, but I have no faith in them. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't hate Cincinnati at all. I just think no. I think they no. need to go in complete rebuild mode. They definitely do. I don't think Andy Dalton's your guy. I really don't. I mean, the guy's never won a playoff game. <laughs> I mean, come on now. He's never won a playoff game. AJ McCarron almost won a playoff game. Come on. You got to do something. When you make the playoff like four or five years in a row and you lose in the first round every single time, like you got to start questioning things. Right. You're right. So that'll be a super interesting race to watch, man. I am... It will very be. excited it'll be one to see of the how best. that turns out. Yeah, it'll be definitely one of the best, uh, most entertaining divisions to watch because I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards Cleveland as well. I've said that on previous episodes, but you never know who's going to do it. I mean, like, honestly, there's always a team that comes out of nowhere. You're right. Always. You're right. I mean, it's like, uh, what is it? The NFC West has um, San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco's been garbage. I mean, they're in the same division as Arizona and Seattle, and they might just come up out of nowhere and start playing good. Yeah, it just depends on Jimmy Garoppolo. If he can come and deliver, then they can actually be a really good team. And see, that'll be another one I'm very curious to see. After, you know, coming off of this huge contract signing with Russ, Arizona, they got their guy, Kyler, even though I don't think they're going to get anywhere near winning the division yet. I don't think they're at that stage yet. Now, if we're going to go through this, this division too... This is the Rams' division to lose. 
There is no exactly. excuse if they lose that division. Seahawks should yeah. be, in my opinion, two. Um, although I could see the 49ers if Jimmy Garoppolo produ- produces. I don't see the Cardinals winning more than four or five games. Yeah, see, that's what I was going to get to. I was like, a lot of people forget they're in the same div- Like, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, San Francisco's going to be so good. Dude, they're in the same division as the Rams, who just lost the Super Bowl, but they went to the Super Bowl. Right. And then Seattle who has been fantastic every single year. I mean, they might not be winning Super Bowls every single year, but they went to back-to-back, and they've got most likely a Hall of Fame lock quarterback. Right. So, I mean, it's pretty hard to compete in something like that, especially for a young guy who's never really been able to step out, play a whole year without injuries and all that kind of stuff. So I'm interested to see. We're not going to go through every single division, but I just wanted to bring that up because I think that's another exciting division to watch. I'm glad you did because the 49ers are in – a similar situation right now to the Browns minus the head coaching mm-hmm. thing. But I mean, that's a great point. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I'm, I'm really kind of comparing the two because I see a lot of people really high on San Francisco this year, but I just don't know about them. They don't have as much talent as Cleveland does, but they're in the same kind of position though, in right. my opinion. Yeah. I'm, I'm super big on tapering expectations just to make sure that you don't get ahead of yourself, you know? So Yeah, no, you should. I'm bad about doing that sometimes. Yeah, I try to reason my expectations. And actually, that feeds great into I know what we want to talk about next. So Okay. Um, I know we're all following Game of Thrones now. Uh no oh, one no okay. one, yeah, I, no I one will know have where to you're going with that. No, yeah, hear me out on this one. So no one will have to click off on this. We're gonna avoid spoilers. But um for, dude, this season, honestly, I've enjoyed it a lot, and a lot of people have just hated it, you know? Yeah, I've seen uh, mixed reviews for sure. Yeah, I'm not. I especially to be honest with you, this might be a hot take. I think I might have enjoyed this past week's episode more than the Battle of Winterfell episode. Really, that is a hot take because see, I really enjoyed this past episode. I thought it was entertaining. Now I will say, I I was at the new house watching it on the TV, drinking coffee. Like I was in my zone watching this episode because I was by myself. Because I've been watching this season with friends, and this was the first episode this season I like sat down, paid attention in the quiet, dark, by myself, and I that might have skewed it a little bit but still after watching it i thought it was a really really well made episode yeah i tried to especially the ending dude oh my gosh what it dude oh i have gosh, no idea my mm, i was clinched yeah, the but, whole time in the last 10 minutes without spoiling anything i have no idea what direction this show is going to go and there's only two episodes left in the whole thing that's yeah especially not after that what we just saw yeah <sighs> man that, that's and, okay. pretty nuts so I'm not, I'm going to try and like talk, because we haven't even really talked much about this. We haven't had an opportunity. Dude, I'm going to say this without spoiling it. So, oh gosh, I'm trying to think of how, how I can say this without spoiling it. So at the end, do you know what character I'm talking about when I say um, yeah. this person was standing in front of the wall? Yeah. Trying to reason with another character, right? Yes. Dude, I thought that person was going to die right there. See, I don't I know. Thought I thought over. I didn't feel I that so concerned about it at all. I thought that would have been the most anticlimactic death for that character. Oh, it would have been the worst, dude. So I like I I wasn't I was like I was like dang they're really drawing this out you know like to me personally I I didn't feel like that person was in any danger at all. But it was still fun know, to I was see. Scared. Um, I mean, I'm not entirely Did you certain. Like the episode? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Okay, see, yeah, I think we're on the same page. Well, I think you like the Battle of Winterfell more. Or I guess it's called the Long Night, isn't it? 
I, I mean, that's what the episode title is, but like, yeah, I don't, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really try to pick favorites if we're being honest. There's like certain episodes I like more than others, but like, I just, I try to look at it as the entire story rather than just episode by episode. You know what I mean? Cause like one leads into mm-hmm. the next and all that. So, I mean, like when I'm watching a show, I don't think about it because I know when you were watching the whole thing through, you were like, I'm on season five, episode three, and I can't believe this just happened. I'll be like, I have no idea which episode that is. Couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. So, well, see, I think after being done with it, I'll look at it that way. But like when you're in the middle of the season, it's kind of hard to look at it like that. I suppose. Yeah. Because like every episode ends on a cliffhanger. So like it's kind of hard for me to look at it from a broad perspective when I'm like sitting there like, oh, crap, that episode ended like that. Well, now I have to wait a week for the next episode. Right. You know? Right. So I think it's hard for me to look at it from that perspective when it's all when it when it's not all out yet, I guess, when I can't binge it like I did the rest of the show. Well, regardless, I'm excited to see how it ends. I think, well, I think a lot of people are. I wouldn't say all everyone now because, like I said, a lot of people aren't happy, but I don't care. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think it's been a good season so far. It hasn't been my favorite season so far from what I've watched, and I'm not sure which season's my favorite. I can tell you which season I was very, very conflicted on. Five. And... Okay, which one? I can't remember which season it was. That was the one with, um, gosh, oh, the High Sparrow. Is that five or six? I believe that was six. Six? Okay, that one was such a well-made season, but so hard to watch at the same time because it was so frustrating. Actually, I think they. I think it was in both seasons, but five and six. But like the, but main, the main of it. Like with the Marjorie, end of it? Well, gosh, I can't. I was about to say something, but I can't say it because I guess people are still trying to catch up. <laughs> no, but listen, I mean, it's going to be I, soon where we're going to have to lift this spoiler ban because I want to talk about it. Yeah, I say we'll give it a week or two after the uh, after the show ends, and then we'll talk about it. So obviously, tune that's in then if you want to see us like go in depth on it. But um, ooh, that's a good idea. I hadn't even thought about that. That's a good idea. So I think we've said everything we need to say without slipping the tongue on that. You know? Yeah, great episode. If you haven't watched it yet, or if you're trying to catch up. I think you're in for a treat. I thought it was a good one. Yeah, give it a shot. So I think now it's time. We're going to move on to our listener questions. And we picked three three this week that we're going to go through. And this first one is near and dear to Andrew's heart. Has Kevin Durant surpassed LeBron? Oh, snap. Okay, see, I thought you were going to save that one for last, but we're jumping in. Oh, we're going right in, man. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, uh, I guess jumping right in. My answer is absolutely not. No, ah, for figured. sure not. Yeah, no, I mean, he's not. LeBron's the best basketball player ever. Kevin Durant has not surpassed LeBron. He, I mean, look, I cannot deny I, when I say this, and this is hard for me to say, but he he's closing the gap. Is it tight? No, but he's closing the gap. But LeBron is still the best player to ever play basketball. And now, obviously, his play is going to decline by the time he gets, you know, 38, 39, 40, however long he plays. I'm not sure, you know, barring any injuries. But I just don't, I don't know. I can't really see, looking at everything, how someone could possibly think that Kevin Durant's a better basketball player. I really don't. Honestly, I don't disagree entirely. Uh, and, And there's absolutely no way I'm starting a fight about this. Um, yeah, probably not. I mean, dude, I have I have some numbers. I, I do too. So allow me to read you some of these things I've got, and then we can kind of come back okay. on that. So yeah. um, 
just to state, I don't think that KD has straight up surpassed LeBron in terms of play. I do think that the gap is not what everyone thinks it is. I think it's actually pretty close. And I'm here, here's some numbers I pulled up. So just this year in the 2019 playoffs, which LeBron is not in, just had to throw that out there. Uh, let's see. KD is averaging 35 points a game on 52% shooting, 91 from the line, five rebounds a game, five assists a game, one steal, one block. So if you take his average over his last three years in the playoffs, that's since he's been at Golden State. So I figured I'd use those numbers. Um, yeah. He's averaging 31 points a game, seven rebounds, 4.7 assists, 2.9 turnovers, and 2.6 personal fouls. So what I decided to do there was those were his playoff numbers, so I figured I would compare it with LeBron's last three playoff appearance numbers in total. Um, you know, obviously, I just used the previous three that LeBron was using, but the reason I used playoff was because everyone knows that LeBron and KD play their best basketball in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The numbers are actually pretty similar. So LeBron also averages 31 points a game in the playoffs. Uh, he does average two more rebounds a game, being nine, and 3.3 more assists at eight. Uh, he does average 1.1 more turnovers a game and 0.1 less personal fouls a game. So really, the, it's pretty close. Like. Yeah, that's pretty tight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if you look at it numbers-wise, LeBron still has the edge, except for turnovers. Um, but, I mean, LeBron's never been the most cautious guy when it comes to turnovers, but his play makes up for yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't think that's ever been anything that he's had to worry about for the most part. Yeah, it's like some games he'll have awful ones where he'll give up like nine turnovers, but like and then the next game he won't have any. So my, yeah, my point no. with all that is these numbers are a lot closer than people might just think just from the eye test. Because if we're being honest, KD has a flashy game. But just in my opinion, LeBron like is kind of the definition of a flashy game. Like He has a highlight every game, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, LeBron will dominate a series and still lose. That's the frustrating part about it is he will be absolutely, without a doubt, the best player on the court for both teams. And... It's, I mean, like, I know people hate hearing this excuse, but he, sometimes, dude, he gets no help. It is unreal how he's the only, it's almost like he's the only player on the team sometimes. See, I don't disagree. I think sometimes he is just the only man on the floor that can do anything. The only, it's not fair. The, no, it's not. But the only problem I have was that, with that, is when he gives up on his teammates. Like when you see him throw the ball yeah. or when you okay, see him yeah. just like throw his hands up in frustration, not even run after the play. That's the only problem I have with that because you are right. He doesn't have as much help as he needs and it, it is frustrating, but you can't give up on your team like that. You know what I mean? Especially when you're supposed yeah. to be the leader, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I actually have a few things Go for it. I wanted to say. So first off, when it, I, when I first read the question, I think my first thought was legacy even though I don't think now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think that's what the person meant when they were asking. Right. So, but if we're, but just to answer that part, if we are going off legacy, that is an absolute no. And that gap is massive. Oh, I'm with that you on that one. That is a massive gap on legacy. Yeah, I was going Dude, off of current play right now. Yeah. See, I think that's what the person meant. And I'm, I guess I'm, well, I don't know if I misunderstood or not, because we'll have to, I guess we can DM the person back and we can ask them to clarify, but it's not going to matter. So I went off of it, current play and legacy. And I said, you know, if we're going off of legacy, a lot of people, you know, who do most people, or I shouldn't say most, who's the other player? If you're not talking about LeBron, who's the other player you're considering the GOAT? 
Yeah, it's it's Michael Jordan, and then you have like okay. the five percent of people saying Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So Kobe shouldn't even be listed, in my opinion. I'm with you. Not is the greatest player of all time, at least, is what I mean. But so if we're comparing LeBron just to the other person that most people can uh, say is the greatest player of all time, LeBron is ahead of MJ, and this is uh, all time. You know, playoffs and regular season points, rebounds, assist, blocks, field goal percentage, three point field goal percentage, playoff buzzer beaters, playoff game winners with less than five seconds. Okay. Okay. I literally the only thing that MJ has is the rings. And that not that now I'm not trying to undermine that. Rings is a massive argument, but it's really, really hard to say that when LeBron's better at literally everything else. LeBron was a better shooter than MJ. Okay. And people are gonna go, oh my gosh, you're crazy, you're crazy. Dude, he's taken just as many shots and he has a better field goal percentage. No, I mean, there's, I'm, I don't there's disagree. There's no way to argue against that. Yeah, at I, all. I'm with you on that one. LeBron is, uh, is, I mean, he is a better shooter than Michael Jordan. Um, but, he you is. know, Michael Jordan made his money people, at the rim, you know? Yeah, no, I know. And all these people are, you know, all doing all these kind of things, saying that, you know, MJ has six rings, six rings, six rings. Okay. That's awesome. LeBron's had to go up against arguably the greatest team of all time. See, honestly, three years in I just, row in the finals, I hate this debate. You know, I mean, you know me, I hate it so much. Honestly, and it's just because they play different positions. Just give them a break. Just call one the well, best guard. See, the call reason, one the best forward. Well, see, the reason that I lean towards LeBron is because LeBron's better all around. All around, he's a better basketball player. And now, if you bring it down to position, obviously, yeah, they play different positions. But if we're just talking about all around basketball player, LeBron's a better basketball player. But anyway, that wasn't the question. That was just something I was comparing it to, talking about the legacy thing. But as far as the KD thing goes... I feel very, very confident in saying KD would not have a ring right now if he wouldn't have joined the Warriors, which was stacked, had three All-Stars. I mean, he wouldn't have a ring if he wouldn't have joined three other All-Stars on a super team. Right. Um, also, did not know I this. Mean, found this out. found this out today. When KD is on the court without Steph, the Warriors win 60% of the time. When Steph is on the court without KD, the Warriors win 90% of the time. All right? Okay. Now, last year, KD in no way could have taken that Cleveland team to the finals. In no way. LeBron was the only well, see, player listen, in the league last year listen, that could have taken that team. I'm just saying you can't say that when it when it just didn't happen. You just don't know. I feel no, no. There's no way. There's I no think there way definitely that KD could have taken that team. Like, if you no. just look at those numbers that I just pulled up, they're virtually the same. All right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think so. I'm just saying you don't know unless it happens. I that's why I don't I try not to get hung up on hypotheticals, you know? Yeah. And now I will say this and not that it's this is my last thing I guess about it. Closing statement. Not not that it's necessarily fair to Kevin even though I think he really screwed himself over going to Golden State as far as like how people look at him. I don't think there's anything he can do in Golden State that'll make people say, "Oh, yeah, he's the best player." Cuz he's always going to have you know, Steph on his team, who people, dude, people idolize Steph. He'll he'll never be considered the best player on his team, ever. And if you cannot even consider the best player on your team, whether you are the best player or not, but the fans don't consider you that, or the other opponents don't consider you that, there's no way you can say you've jumped LeBron. Yeah, and that's last my thing final I, statement on that. Yeah, last thing I want to say on that is, I try not to even look at it that way when it came to this debate, because of position, you know what I mean? 
Like, yeah, no, I think you're more of a position thing. I was taking it more as like an all-around basketball player. Yeah, to me, it's just as oranges and apples. And Kate, yeah, that's fair. No, it is. Yeah, and Katie and LeBron, they're they're both the same apple. You know what I mean? So they they play uh, almost the same type game. If that's what yeah. I mean. So okay, yeah, that's true. That's all I meant. Um, okay. Um, so next question, Trey. What what is it? Shoot me with it. Do the Atlanta Braves have what it takes to make a World Series run? And that's all the question said, but I'm assuming it means this year. Yeah, I, I would think that's what they meant by that. Yeah. So what do you say? What do you think? I say no. Yeah, I mean, look, I root for the Braves, okay? No. <laughs> as much as I want them to, it's not any of the position players' fault. It's the pitching, and it's 100% the pitching. Like, Because the Braves, they can be inconsistent on offense, but they have the weapons to get it done, being Acuna and Albies and Freddie Freeman and Nick Markakis and Josh uh, Donaldson. You get the point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally, the only pitchers they had that have shown really any promise. Uh, Tehran looked good the other night. Max Freed has been stellar this season. And then they have Tuki Toussaint, who I think is still considered a rookie. He might be his second year now. But regardless, they their pitching staff is just, or their bullpen is just terrible. So if they can bolster that up, I think they have the tools to make it and make a run in the next few years. But not this year. That's just my opinion. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't think I really could say anything else that you have uh, that you haven't already said. I completely agree with you. I just don't see it. And I think the main thing you can really point to is the pitching. Um, I think that's really going to be their kryptonite. Not that I don't think they're a great team because I do. I think they're a really good team. Yeah, I, I love think, Acuna. I think they're I in contention. I think they're in contention to win their division. I mean, they're in second yeah, place I right would, now. I would say that. But yeah, I, I feel comfortable saying that. I just don't think they can make it through those playoffs. And you saw it last mm-hmm. year against uh, New York. The yeah. Yankees, so I mean. I, yeah, I don't see it uh, happening, but I'm right there with you. Good stuff, man. So we got one more question. It's pretty it's pretty <laughs> simple. I'm pretty sure me and Andrew are going to have an awful answer for it. Um, but I feel like this is a good way to wrap it up. Andrew, uh, what... <laughs> <laughs> What's the? Uh, I don't even know. Okay, I don't even know what. I don't know how to answer. The, you haven't even said the question. Yet. Say the question. What What would the royal baby look like? <laughs> <laughs> what will the royal baby look like? I've got I've got the answer. It's pretty easy. I mean, I would say like his parents. Yeah, I'm gonna say That's, he's gonna look like Carson Wentz. Oh, that is not a bad answer. See what I'm saying? Because of Harry? Yeah. Harry kind of looks like him, looks, Yeah, his dad kind of <laughs> looks like Carson Wentz. I didn't even think about that. That's a, dang it, dude. That's a good answer. Um, I'm glad I won this shoot. one. Shoot. Um, I literally have no idea. I don't know how to answer that question. Even though, I think we picked it just because we thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. And then, but, like, literally, I, I had no answer for it until, like, right as we start the episode. I just thought about it. And I was like, this is perfect. I got it. Yeah, no, the Carson Wentz, he'll probably look really similar to Carson Wentz, but I, I don't know a ton about the royal family. Oh, and for the so, for the person that asked this question, Carson Wentz is the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, in, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know how much they follow the NFL. So just so you know, there you go. Um, Dude, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I think... Carson Wentz, but I think my best answer besides that is, you know, they'll look like their parents. I, I don't wow. know what exactly the person is wanting us to say, you know? Uh, like, I don't know if they're asking us, like, because I don't even know what I'm going to look like in five years. Dude, the first, when I, like, honestly, I haven't been keeping up with it at all. I mean, why would I? 
but yeah, no, to, I don't care. To quote uh, Will Ferrell from The Office, that baby could be the star of a show called Babies I Don't Care About. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree. I don't have I'm just any playing idea. Around, but honestly, I didn't know it was a thing until like a week ago. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah, like I said, I look at myself in the mirror every single day, and I don't even know what I'm going to look like, so I couldn't tell you what the baby's going to look like. Maybe they meant to say something else. Like, do you think they worded the question wrong? No, I think I think that's exactly what they meant. I think they wanted to you confuse so? us. Well, I, I yeah, I'm going to, I guess if I had to pick a parent, I think he'll look most like, because it's a boy, right? <laughs> you think I know? Yeah, I, no, I think it's a boy. I'm pretty sure it's a boy. I've seen it on Twitter. I'm going to say he's going to look most like his dad because his dad looks like Carson Wentz, and I think that'd be cool. <laughs> that so, would be hilarious. Yeah, but, so I'm going with he's going to look most like his dad. I don't. I literally have no idea. I don't even know what color hair he has. So, Well, I think that about wraps it up. That was all the questions yeah. we had and all the topics <laughs> we wanted one. to cover. Um, we very much appreciate it, though. Right. You know, if you have any other questions like that, we'd love to, you know, I mean, that, that was him. fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was one of the best questions we have ever been asked. <laughs> Not really, but it was really funny, though. I enjoyed yeah, it. It was a good job. So, yeah, um, so thank you so much. Yeah, so Andrew, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, Yeah, just thank you so much for listening. For the people that sent us questions, if yours didn't get on it, that's okay. We might answer it next week. So, like I said, keep sending us questions. DM us, you know, Instagram at Couch Takes, Twitter at Couch underscore Takes. Give us a follow if you already don't. We really hope you enjoyed the show, and um, I hope you have a great week. God bless you. See y'all.